Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. All right, I always like to start the show with a great, short, interesting tech fun fact. And when you hear this, let me tell you, you just might want to move. All right, how fast is your internet line to your house or your office? Well, if you're lucky, maybe it's one gig. Get this, Google Fiber is rolling out five gig service, upload and download speeds. I know, just a total geek when I talk about this. But say you have a two gig movie. A standard internet home connection downloads that in about one minute, 20 seconds. But if you have a five gig connection, that movie's gonna download in about three seconds. And if you're uploading video, this is so sweet. Google Fiber is five gigs up too. The cost, not too bad, really. $125 a month. And with that, you get a 10 gig fiber modem and a Wi-Fi 6 router and two mesh extenders. Sweet. All right. The problem, it's only available in Kansas City, Des Moines, and parts of Utah. Yeah, you just might want to move. And always remember, gigabit internet is so good for you. After all, you know why? It's high in fiber. Er, yes, I know. Hey, listen, you're about to get more tech smarts because every single thing is now a tech thing. And if you're a new listener to the Kim Commando Show, welcome. We're so glad that you're here. And if you're already a listener, glad to have you back. And because tech never stops, we've expanded my successful award-winning national weekend radio show. It's heard on over 425 substations and globally on the American Forces Network radio in 175 different countries. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open. Love to hear you with all your questions. one 825 5254 is the way to join us. Just a quick reminder, you can always drop me your questions right on our website. Head to commando.com. In the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says email Kim. All right, every single day I go to news wires, I visit at least 30 different sites to make sure that I'm up to date on all things digital. And this is part of the show where I like to bring you up to date on some tech news and cell phone radiation is back in the news. And here's what you need to know. Your cell phone emits radiation even when you're not using it because it's always in contact with the nearest cell phone tower. So our government says the radiation can't harm you. But ProPublica reports that both the FCC and the FDA base that Oh, it's so sad, on over 20-year-old data. Now, there's new research proving health risks even if our exposure is below the FCC limits. This radiation can do a lot of things. It can affect fetal development, perhaps even trigger some forms of cancer. That's frightening. So new studies of people living near cell towers list an array of health complaints, uh, anything from dizziness to nausea, headaches, insomnia. So for now, I want everybody just to play it safe. Never put a cell phone to your ear. This is especially true for kids because their brains are not really developed, their skulls and their bone structure. Uh, never put a phone in your pants pocket, guys, sports bra women, and pregnant women. Keep that phone away from both your heads and your bellies at all times. All right, number two on our list, talk about tech companies with ties to China. Now, I'm the last person to lead a boycott, but with that said, here's the answer for everyone who has asked me, what tech products have ties to communist China? Well, TikTok, it's number one. I've talked about this so many times. It collects all the data on your phone. It sends it to TikTok's owner, ByteDance, in Beijing, yes, a Chinese Communist Party puppet. So what's next? DJI drones. Yeah, I know. They are the best consumer drone on the market, hands down. But assume that each DJI drone relays everything it sees back to China. Now, the U.S. government has banned their use for anything related to the government or our military. 
And next is Lenovo. I know it's surprising to a lot of people. Originally an IBM company, Lenovo laptops are funded by the Chinese Academy of Sciences. So do what the U.S. Marines and many others have done. Just say no to Lenovo. All right, here's something for you. What's the largest wall in the world? Largest wall in the world. Well, it's the Great Firewall of China. Uh, number three, let's talk about Russia, Ukraine, and Elon Musk. Okay. When Russia cut off Ukraine's internet access, Elon Musk stepped in with Starlink. Everybody's so pleased about that. He provided satellite-based emergency communications for the Ukrainian people. But that's not exactly how things have been working out. So Starlink, the company owned by Musk and owned by SpaceX, all part of that, is telling Ukraine in no uncertain terms that its internet connections are not for any type of military use engagements. Starlink in Ukraine is only for humanitarian purposes. But Ukraine has used Starlink to control a lot of its drone weapons. And now Ukraine is telling Elon Musk, hey, buddy, you got to pick a side. And that raises a question. Why must Elon Musk pick a side? I mean, Musk and all of us here in America, we've acted out of charity and goodwill. And let me tell you, this war grows nastier every day as all of us here in the United States, we just waded more deeply. Number four on our list of five things to know is Zoom's fall from grace because before the pandemic, there were just lots of ways to set up video calls. But for reasons that aren't entirely clear, Zoom became the de facto, the go-to video conferencing tool during the pandemic. And wow, let me tell you, the company, its staff, its stock price suddenly skyrocketed. Didn't seem like there was any end in sight. Well, no end until the pandemic ended. So Zoom actually appeared back in 2011. Not too many people even knew it was there until COVID. And suddenly, not only we had meetings and schoolrooms and music lessons and birthday parties, even group happy hours were Zoom. But the pandemic's over, and so is Zoom's incredible rise. Get this. Zoom's calls, the revenue, the stock price drastically down. The CEO is cutting his salary by 98%. Wow. The reason why, face-to-face meetings are in big time. It turns out that... Yes, we all missed that human interaction. And don't forget that Zoom calls are really hard on our psyche and our eyes. And oh, by the way, in the news today, Florida is upping the remote trials via Zoom because it's just been working out so incredibly well. Uh, It's wonderful. You know, things can be settled out of court. And finally, this thank you very much. Panic at the TV streaming discos. Yes, the four biggest networks and your local TV stations are just panicking. I know, you know why. It's a historic first, and that's why I wanted to bring this up. Local TV station viewers are leaving, and in 2023, more Americans are watching streaming television programs than whatever ABC, CBS, Fox, or NBC can even offer them. And in the language of TV programmers, they have something they call it. Traditional TV is called linear TV, meaning you watch whatever's on, when it's on, then it's gone. Well, with streaming, it's totally different. You can watch anything you want anytime. YouTube and Netflix are literally neck to neck. And NFL Sunday Ticket is moving to YouTube. So viewers already think that streaming programs are even better, Uh, which leads us to even more viewers leaving traditional program, which leads to lower program budgets, poorer shows, and even fewer viewers. And you won't believe this. I actually got this in my email from a listener in Florida. I don't want to give you his name or his city, because I don't want to embarrass him on a national big-time radio show and podcast. He writes, Dear Kim, as an American, it makes me so sad to see that nothing is made in the USA anymore. 
I mean, get this. I just bought this new TV and it says built-in antenna. I don't even know where that country is located. Oh. All right. There's only so much I can do. All right, coming up, we have so many things that I'm going to be sharing with you, like the best ways to remove duplicate photos on Windows, Mac, and Android. Oh, how you can share 100,000 songs for free in the cloud and how to double check to make sure that your firewall is working. And of course, we have all of your phone calls and you have me, your beloved digital goddess, Kim Commando. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. Hey, if you love getting quick tips, I want you to make sure that you sign up for our free tip newsletter. Head over to commando.com slash get free tips. Once again, that's commando.com slash get free tips. All right. How about we start with Bobby? Bobby, glad to have you with us. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. Long-time listener, first-time caller. My 15-year-old daughter enjoys listening to your show, as do I, and and especially enjoy what we affectionately refer to as your dad joke puns. (laughs) You're like, oh, no, did she just say that? (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, So how can I help you? Well, my wife and I own a a business, um, a ladies' clothing boutique, and we also have an online store. Our POS system is through Shopify, and they also host our website. And we have recently discovered that another website domain has copied our website and has listed their website by adding the word shop in front of our website. And therefore, we believe that most of, not all of our traffic is going to that website. Um, And then we're also receiving multiple phone calls and emails daily of people wanting to know where their product is and why it hasn't been delivered and wanting refunds. Yeah, that's, now you sent me an email because I looked at uh, when you sent me a note, I was just, I, you know, I went down the rabbit hole for you, Bobby. I'm just letting you know, okay? Awesome. Yeah, we've been doing the same thing and haven't gotten very far. Is that um, I especially like where your where your wife has the blog, and your wife's gorgeous, by the way, and she talks about uh, this boutique that she had, and she was tired of the large scale retail stores, and then on the clone site, they had that same quote. I was like. Really? I mean, even down to that. And then at the clone site, it looks like your site, even up to including if you have a support ticket that they email you. (laughs) Okay. That's correct. Yes. (laughs) Oh, geez. Um, Well, let me tell you a couple of things now uh, that what you what let me tell you what I've done. And then for everybody else who's listening, in case this ever happens, here are some steps that you need to take is that you want to find out who who has who owns this domain, okay? And on the internet, you can do what's called an who is search. And the who is search will sometimes tell you uh, the registrar's address, and sometimes it'll say that it's hidden. Sometimes you'll get a phone number, an email address, or whatever it is. But it's not worth you contacting the people who have cloned your site, because what are they gonna do, right? I mean, they're already they, we already know that they're scammers and thieves. So if you just email them and say, oh, by the way, I think you're stealing from me, do you think they're really gonna help you? No, they're not. So what you have to do is you wanna cut them off right at the knees, Bobby, you know what I mean? So yes. what, what we do there is that you find out who's hosting the website. And when you do that, because again, remember, I went down the 
rabbit hole for you. I found out that there's an ISP called Digital Ocean that is hosting this website. And I'm going to send you this contact information, so don't worry about writing it down. And what you do at that point is you go to Digital Ocean. They typically have an abuse department. And you explain the situation. This is your website. This is the cloned website. And take some screenshots showing what it looks like. You know how to do that, right? And you can also, uh, in any browser, you can just do file save. And you can save that entire website if you wanted to. But I want you to get some legal proof, all right? Okay. So one of the great things that you have on your website at the very bottom is a copyright notice. So these people are violating your copyright. So when you write to the abuse department, be sure that you explain to them that you have a copyright notice on the bottom. And I have never seen any hosting company say, oh no, we're gonna go in favor of the the clone site. You know why? Because they don't want the legal hassle. They're just gonna cut them off as soon as they take a look at it. Now, one of the things that you might want to take a look at to further ensure that this doesn't happen again is, I have to say this, Bobby, because they make me, I'm not a lawyer, I can't give you legal advice, but (laughs) if you could trademark the name of your store, and what that means that if anybody ever uses that name anywhere on the internet, then you can go to a higher level, and that's the internet uh, corporation of assigned names and numbers. And that also will help if anybody in the future tries to clone what you're doing. Okay. That's, we've, we've found some of that information and, and didn't know how to proceed from there. And then we're also um, finding out we're concerned about our search engine optimization um, and that it appears that we're being traffic is being redirected from our site to this clone site and didn't know. Um, obviously, I think we can get this taken down now, now knowing to contact Digital Ocean, but would maybe even be considering, like you said, some legal action um, because these, these people are actually stealing from us, um, our intellectual property, our website design, and so forth, along with stealing from the customers that, that think that they're buying our product or, or that company's product. Yeah, the, the problem is, is that I don't want you to rack up a ton of legal fees because as soon as you tell these people to go away, they will vanish. They will be gone. Um, uh, some years ago, I got a call on the show. The guy calls me up, it was like the strangest thing. He calls me up and goes, you know, hi Kim, love the show. Uh, I didn't realize that you had dark hair. And I'm like, oh, I don't. He's like, yeah, and you know, gosh, you know what? I. You know, there's a website and you have dark hair and, you know, and they, they're taking credit card numbers. I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah. And it looks kind of like a porno site. I'm like, what? Okay. <laughs> and so from there, it was that somebody was using a spelling iteration of my name. And, but because I had the name trademarked, I was able to just get them out of business in a nanosecond. And so I think you're going to find that as soon as you file this abuse complaint, you're, they, they will vaporize. They're going to go find somebody else. And eventually, your search engine optimization will come back because they're, 
there's not going to be this clone site with your name on it. So you've got some homework. You've got some steps to do. Um, you know, I was talking to Jeremy about this in our in our uh, studios here the other day, and, and he mentioned that there's a WordPress plugin that can prevent somebody from doing this in the future, but it does not work with Shopify that you that you said that you mentioned. So uh, just some things that you want to keep in mind in the future, you know, if, in case you ever actually ever build a new site, uh, start doing some other different type of e-commerce. But if you need any help afterwards, Bobby, just give me a call. I'm totally here for you. You know, another thing that website owners forget is that you need to keep your website software, including your CMS, that's your content management system, any type of plugins, any themes that you're using up to date, because this is going to prevent security vulnerabilities that could be exploited by these hackers. All right, let's switch gears just a little bit and talk about how to password protect and encrypt your sensitive documents. So say you're keeping your personal thoughts or diary on your PC. Now, imagine if someone were just able to read all of that. Here's how to make sure snoops can't read your sensitive documents. Now, the simplest way to make sure someone can't open a doc on your PC or Mac is to give that file a password. I mean, literally, only takes a minute. The good news is, is that both Microsoft Office and Google Docs let you password protect documents. Now, both Office and Docs, they have a help button on the program's menu bar. Now, using help, you can get the exact steps to do this so long as you know the magical command. And are you ready? The magical command that you're going to search for is encrypt with password. Once again, that's encrypt with password. Now, there is a difference between Office and Docs. Now, for Microsoft Office, a person can't open that file or view the file's content without knowing the password. That's great news. Now, Google Docs does this too, but it also encrypts files as they travel from your device over to Google servers. Again, that command to search for in Microsoft Office and Google Docs is encrypt with password. And always remember, you can't use beef stew as a password because it's just not strong enough. Oh, I know. And coming up, we have more of your phone calls and more tips you can't afford to miss on the Kim Commando Today podcast. Hey, in just a few minutes, we're going to talk about how you can take all these songs that you have on your PCs and your Macs and how you can store them for free in the cloud. So if you've got some CDs, yeah, I know you still have those, maybe even some cassettes, those mixtapes, and maybe some LPs, and you want to put all those songs in the cloud and walk you through all of that. And then later on, a big source of your security on your PC or Mac is that firewall. But we have to make sure that it's turned on and working, so we're going to walk through all that. And before we go back to all of your fantastic phone calls, let's talk about some ways to remove duplicate photos on Windows, Mac, and Android. Because, hey, you know, today, why take one great photo of a meal or person or a sunset with your phone when you can take 5, 10, or 15? Okay, that's not a problem until you're just totally overwhelmed with tons of duplicate photos. It makes no sense to have multiple images of the same thing on your various devices. But since you have photos probably spanning years, you might need some help sorting through that. So let's start with Windows, and then we'll talk about Android and finally Macs, who really, you guys and gals, have it so easy. Now, if you're working on a Windows PC, there's a free program called CCleaner, and it'll help you locate and delete similar photos. And by the way, it works for other file types too. Now, for our Android listeners, you're going to want to check out Gallery Doctor. It will automatically find and delete these duplicate photos, freeing up storage, all kinds of space on your devices. Now, finally, Mac owners, 
The good news is the latest iOS update to photos automatically finds duplicate photos and videos in your photo library. Under albums, you're going to find a special folder called duplicates, which, wow, let me tell you, I checked mine out. I had over 3,000 duplicate photos. I mean, just crazy. And also, it's a good way to find screenshots, too. So once again, if you're on Windows, you want to look at CCleaner, Android, Gallery Doctor, and for Mac owners, uh, just look under albums, and then you're going to find a folder called duplicates. All right, back to the phones we go with Mickey. Hello there, Mickey. Hi, Kim. It's a pleasure to meet you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. What's going on? How can I help you today? I'll be 75, but I'm already celebrating that early. <laughs> and I have been quite a character in my life. I have lots of stories. I've done many, many things. And I wanted my grandsons and my grandkids to be able to have these stories. And I started writing them. But I find that my mind goes faster than my fingers. <laughs> and I come from a storyteller family. And I have... I mean, I have all, I mean, I was a PI for 26 years. I was a diver. I've married four times, wore the other guys out, you know, um, <laughs> captured a monkey in the tea, in, in the trees one day. And um, I've just done lots of different things. There's so many stories and um, I wanted to be able to put those down so that someday they can find out and review who grandma really was. So, gran I, so I pride granny, myself was, in being a... granny was out there. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. I did everything. <laughs> so, yeah. I was, so I came up think... under a whale when I was diving. I did all kinds wait, of Wait, wait, what did you do under the whale? What? Oh, uh, when I was, when I was, a, I went off, uh, when I was diving, I went off a, a dive boat and I was coming up as you, I don't know if you've ever dove. Oh yeah, I have. I'm but, scuba uh, certified. Yeah. There you go. I was too. And I went down, you know, and when you lose the daylight and you go down and it's wonderful. And as I was coming back up after I, my time was, and I'm coming back up and hesitating, and then you come up and you see daylight and you have to hesitate before you come up. Sure. All of a sudden it disappeared. I said, what happened to the daylight? <laughs> and I looked up and above me was a gray whale. Where were you? I was off of Catalina Islands. Where are you? Really? And it wow. was this yeah, and it was like a big apartment building above me. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I just wanted to write all these stories. Well, that's terrific. And I, that is that's yeah. just terrific. And so, are you thinking that if you could just dictate into the computer that that would be the best way to do it, or or do you want to do video? You want to yeah. do audio, or what? What are what's... no? I would just like to dictate um, and have it turned into a typed copy. You know, I I trust the typed copy because. You know, a number of years from now, if I just had the audio, you may need all kinds of machines to listen to it because they've already changed. And if I wanted the hard copy and just put together a book of my stories, I think, you know, they would just like to refer to them possibly, find out who Granny was. Well, I, you know what? I think it's a great idea to leave a legacy and to tell the stories mm -hmm. and even the ones that are going to shock and surprise them and maybe the ones that you <laughs> haven't necessarily wanted to talk around on the Thanksgiving Day table. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. But, you know, because I think we all have those that, you know, I oh, I, yeah. I say now I'm, I'm really thankful that when I was growing up that we didn't have social media. You know, we did not right. have where we were sharing every single thing and our parents could see every single thing that we used to do. Oh, but, yeah. Um, it's really <laughs> simple to do, whether you're using or using Mac or Windows. Um, well, I have Windows. Uh huh. Okay. So, do you want to Windows and 
You want to use Go Microsoft ahead. Word, or, or are you familiar with that? You want to use that? Do you have it? Oh, sure. Okay. Yes, so, I do. So, you know, the, the easiest way to do it is there's a program. I wish I could give you three three examples of three different ways that you get done. But the, but the best program is called Dragon Naturally Speaking. And they serve various levels of it, you know, whether you're a doctor or a lawyer or just like you, I'm just trying to get my thoughts onto Microsoft Word. And so the whole idea okay. is that you put this on your computer and then you're going to train the software <laughs> for your tone and your cadence and maybe different okay. ways that you say things. Like, you know, I'm from New Jersey. Sure. So if I were to say D-R-A-W-E-R. -E okay, you say that. Drawer. Okay, I say draw. Okay, because I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> okay, so yes. no matter what I can do, it's like I say LaGuardia Airport, not LaGuardia, LaGuardia, you know. Right. So, it, so it'll learn the, the different ways that you speak. And you can, sure. so you'll just dictate into the computer. It's about, last time I used it, it was about 85, 90% accurate. But you may find some words, okay. especially when it comes into names, and then it will put in the punctuation. It'll do a spell check. Now, if you don't want to use Microsoft Word, you can also use Google Docs for this. And then you can put okay. in pictures along the way. Um, now, I would be remiss in not mentioning just a few other options for you. There's one that, okay. there's one where you can actually hire, there's a website where you can hire somebody where they will interview okay. you. And oh. so if you wanted to have like somebody to interview you for six hours and then they will write your story for you. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, it's not cheap. It's like four grand. So but uh -huh. I just wanted to, I'll give you some links so you can at least check that out. Uh, and okay. Another option is that they have four hours of interviews and it's $2,000. And so the books they're putting together mm -hmm. are like 7,500 words or 12,000 words. And then there's also something else that you want to do. There's a website called StoryWorth that I think I'm going to do with my mom. Is where they email you a question every single week. And then it's up to you to answer oh. that question. And it could That's be anything from why did you get married? four times to <laughs> what is your favorite dish and tell us something that we, we you want us to know but you don't want us to know until well maybe we're old enough to know and so I'm, let me put those links together for you um, and thank you so much for your call today Mickey what a great story about that whale one thing that I want you guys and gals to keep in mind is that everybody's talking about chat GPT and artificial intelligence now the thing you have to remember about AI and chat GPT is that it doesn't have a personality. So more than ever, it's super important that whatever you're writing, you want to add a personal touch. So share your personal stories, share your experiences. You want to give your writings, you want to give your book a very, very personal touch because this can help readers connect with your writing on a deeper level that, again, if a book is written by AI, it just doesn't have that. And you want to be sure to share your true feelings and your emotions even if they're difficult or uncomfortable, because again, it's going to allow you to have more of that connection with whatever somebody's reading. Hey, speaking of travel, how does a narcissist travel all around the world? How do they travel all around the world? They don't. The world revolves around them. Mm -hmm. All right, let's do a great tip. This week is brought to you by Simply Safe. All right, let's say you have a bunch of vinyl records, CDs, or even cassettes laying around. I know a lot of kids are going, what? What did she talk about? Cassettes? Yeah, I know. Really old school. They had an A and B side, and that's why we now have CDs. Ooh, yeah. All right, we'll forget all about that. Anyway, it's time to put all your music in the cloud. So this way you can listen to your tunes in your car, at home, when you're exercising, even when you're on vacation using an app. 
Okay, here's a secret way that a lot of people don't know about where you can store 100,000 songs for free and you can always have access to each and every one of them. I'm talking about using YouTube Music. Now, if you don't already have a YouTube account, make one and then tap your profile picture and from the menu, there's a handy dandy little button that says upload music. That's where you want to click. Here, next, you're going to select all the tracks on your hard drive that you're going to want to store on YouTube servers, and you can do this absolutely free. Now, there is an important gotcha you need to know. Uploading music only works when you're using YouTube music on your desktop or a laptop computer. You can't upload music from your phone or your tablet. So once all your music is uploaded, it's really fun. You can make playlists. You can get fancy with your own music. And then to listen to all your music on the go, just download the YouTube music app on your device and you sign into your account. And you got it. Really good, good stuff. Hey, still to come, we have more of your phone calls as ways to make sure that that firewall is working. It's super important. And so often we just think, well, I guess it's working. Well, you have to know for sure. And so you want to stay right here with Ken Commando today. Hey, speaking of podcasts, you know, we not only have Kim Commando Today podcast, that's Monday through Friday, and Friday is a different Kim Commando Today podcast. It's where Allie and Matt, some folks at commando.com, we all get together. It's like we're just sitting around the kitchen counter just talking about all things tech. But we also have our daily tech updates. Now, this podcast is growing like crazy, like bonkers. And so what you want to do, wherever you get your podcast, just search for Commando with a K, of course. And now the daily tech update it's different. It's just 60 seconds twice a day. One is a news story and one is a digital life hack tip that you're going to use time and time again. So wherever you get your podcast, just search for Commando with a K. And if you like our podcast, be sure to give us a great review wherever you get your podcast. And uh, it always helps more people find new podcasts whenever people say, yes, I love that show. All right. And you're up next here on Kim Commando today. Well, you're a great host, so I appreciate all of you being involved. It's a lot of fun to hear this. Um, I have grown children that live in other states. My oldest daughter is expecting her third child, and her children are under three. Wow. And I am thrilled. This is what, you know, she wants to do, and she's, she's doing it well. I don't visit them just because they're clear across on the other coast. And I want to know, is there a way to connect with them? Because I have 60 years of books for children that have been collected by me and others. And I would love to read them aloud to the kids. And I would love to have access, you know, um, like to visit the children, but not go there, especially since we've had COVID, they've locked down their house. Sure. Let's, let's talk a little bit about, um, I, I think what would be really awesome. Number one is that if you could record yourself, even if you don't want to do video, just audio reading along with the books, that would be pretty awesome. But if you could do video and turn the pages and then actually send them the book. And so anytime they want you to read the book with them, I think that'd be great. Um, okay. And so that's the first thing. Now, if you want like live interaction, of course, you know, there's FaceTime, there's Skype, there's Zoom, and the list goes on and on and on, right? Um, but the device that I have in my mother's house, I think would be perfect for you. And then you'd buy one for your daughter too, is that with the Amazon Echo Show, that's the Echo that has the screen. There's one with a 10-inch screen. And the newer one might be really amazing for you because kids under three, let's just face it, they can't sit still, right? 
So right. with the Echo Show, now it has a camera that will follow somebody in the room. And so as the kids are moving around in the room, you can't be like, hey, Janie, come back. You know, you know, but you'll be able to see them move around the room, uh, but they'll be able to see you. So it's like you have a video call. So the only thing that they will have to be able to say is uh, a word. I don't want to say it because then everybody's echoes go crazy. Uh, A-L-E-X-A, uh, drop in on grandma. And then when they drop in on grandma, your screen, they'll be right there. And accordingly, you can say, drop in on your daughter's house. And then her video okay. screen, you'll be there automatically. But what's great for the kids, especially as they get older, is that they'll be, they will know to go to the screen to see their grandmother. And you'll be able to have real-time conversations without them having to worry about a device. Now, as far as security is concerned, is that they're, they do give you 10 seconds to kind of like pull yourself together. And you do have the option not to turn on the video screen if you want or not to re and to reject the call. But as far as technology goes, especially like putting a face there without having to like schedule a time. So instead of like texting or picking up the phone, you could just drop in on them. I like it. Works. I like it a lot. You know, speaking of grandchildren, uh, another thing that I like to pass along is that there are fun games that you can play with your grandchildren right on your phones. Like, for example, uh, Words with Friends. It's an educational game. It's like Scrabble, but you can play with your grandchildren over the miles right on your phone. Heads up, you know that game. That's where you hold your phone to your forehead, and then your grandchildren can give you clues and help you guess the word or phrase that appears on your screen. Fruit Ninja, the kids love that. Uh, trivia Crack, there's also Charades. But I think probably the biggest game that you could play with your grandchildren, if you really want to say, oh, come on, Granny and Grandpa, we're just so hip, is Minecraft. That's right. Because all the kids are playing it. And if they're building and exploring, Minecraft is a great game that you can play together right on your phones or your tablets. And then you can build and explore different worlds together. And then there are also many, many games within the app that you can play together and have some fun and create some bonding over the miles. If you want to stay more up-to-date in the tech world, make sure that you sign up for our podcast. Head over to commando.com slash getfreetips, and you're going to join over 400,000 folks that get tips every single day from us. Once again, that's commando.com slash getfreetips. It just takes five minutes or less a day just to get a great tip. Again, that address, commando.com slash getfreetips. All right, your Windows PC or Mac has a terrific built-in security tool to make sure that hackers can't steal from you, get your passwords, plan a virus, or worse. But the problem is it's up to you to make sure that this tool is turned on and working. So for starters, the firewall monitors the files, the email, the website pages, more coming to you that you see on your system. Uh, the geeks of the week, we like to call this traffic. So the firewall monitors the traffic, leaving your computer. So for our Windows listeners, I want you to search your system for a Windows Defender Firewall. In the settings, I want you to make sure that it's turned on. Now, if you're using a Mac, you know how to do this. Use Spotlight to search, and then you're going to use the word Firewall. Now, remember, a firewall is just a part of your computer security. I want you to make sure that you always get any system updates, and be sure to use a good antivirus program that blocks malware, too. And be sure to tell three friends about The Kim Commando Show, because after all, everyone needs more tech smarts and knowledge is power. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited.